Well, good morning, everyone. It's good to see you all today. Everyone listening on live, we're going to go in back into our study in Genesis. So, how many of you were here last week? Okay, you're going to answer every question I have for you, all right? Excellent. <laughs> so, let's try it. We'll test it out, okay? So, first question, just from last week, there's a little review. What land did God call Abram to live in? It's the land of Canaan. No, it's fantastic. Good. Yeah, the land of Canaan. God promised to give us this land to Abram's family, right? Beautiful. Okay, why did Abram leave Canaan and go to Egypt? Yes, a famine, right? That's good, yeah. Because there was a famine in the land, and rather than trusting God to provide, he did what? What did he try to do? He tried to fix it himself. We all do that a lot, don't we? Do we try to fix things ourselves instead of relying on God? I'm guilty. A lot. So, that's what happened. So he sought to fix his problems by himself instead of relying on God who we should all the time. So real quick, I'm going to read you the questions like normal, and then we'll go into some scripture, okay? So the first question, what happened between the servants of Abram and Lot? So kind of keep that in mind. Where did Lot choose to live? And where did Abram choose to live? So keep those in mind, and we'll go through the scripture. So if everyone has their Bible, go ahead and turn to Genesis 13, 7 through 15. Everyone listening live, do the same thing if you can. And I'll read it from here, okay, guys? So we'll start. After there was strife between the herdsmen of Abram's livestock and the herdsmen of Lot's livestock. Now the Canaanites and the Perizzites were living in the land at the time. So Abram said to Lot, Please let there be no strife between you and me, nor between my herdsmen and your herdsmen, for we are relatives, right? Because Lot's, what is Lot to Abram? You guys remember? It's his nephew. Yeah, his little nephew Lot, right? Because we are relatives. Is the entire land not before you? Please separate from me. If you choose the left, then I will go to the right. If you choose the right, then I will go to the left. So Lot raised his eyes and saw all the vicinity of the Jordan, okay? That was well watered everywhere. You're looking for land. What's something you want to make sure you have? The water. So he's looking for water for his animals, for him and his his people and servants and everyone. Um, This was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. So nice little future uh, prophecy there in the sense like the Lord was going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. So this was before the Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt going towards Zor. So Lot chose for himself all the vicinity of the Jordan, and Lot journeyed eastward. So Lot said, hey, I'm going to go to the Jordan. I'm going to go this way. I don't know where you're going, but I'm going to go this way, okay? So they separated from each other, and Abram settled in the land of Canaan, while Lot settled in the cities of the vicinity of the Jordan and moved his tents as far as Sodom. There's Sodom again. Right? Now the men of Sodom were exceedingly wicked sinners against the Lord. That's not good. <laughs> so in verse 14, the Lord said to Abram, after Lot had separated from him, and the Lord said this to Abram, now raise your eyes and look from the place where you are, northward and southward, eastward and westward, for all the land which you see I will give to you and your descendants forever. So, you got a guy kind of clarifying Lot going into the Jordan near Sodom, a very wicked place. And then you got Abram going down here where God has promised it for his descendants forever, that land, okay? 
So, first question. What happened between the servants of Abram and Lot? Yes. Yes. Yes, they began to fight with each other. Okay? So Abram and Lot had many animals. You probably know before. And there was not enough grass for them to eat. So squabbling, fights, land. Uh, they needed to separate and spread out. So yes, they were fighting. So where did Lot choose to live? Yes. That's, that's very good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the Jordan Valley, right? He looked with his what eyes? Yeah. His physical eyes. Like that? Like that movement? Yeah, he looked with his physical eyes. Okay? And saw that this land was well watered like the Garden of Eden. You know, like for us, when we look for land, right, what do we try to do is make sure there's maybe a well there, there's water there for us to drink, feed our animals, you know, those kind of things. Now, the opposite. Where did Abram choose to live? Anyone? Yeah, got it. Egypt, yeah? Okay. Mm-hmm. It's very descriptive. I like that. It's good. Yeah, the land of Canaan, okay? Abram, looking with not physical eyes, but spiritual eyes, moved back into Canaan with a renewed faith that God would bless him in his land. So here's the, you got the contrast. You got one guy looking for a physical look on the outside, looking with physical eyes, and you have Abram looking with spiritual eyes, focusing on God, right? So keep that in mind. You have two different parts. So the main idea I want to share with you guys is God's promises are like glasses, okay? They help Abram see rightly and clearly, okay? So Abram and Lot were alike in many ways, right? Lot was Abram's nephew, like we talked. Both were from the family of Shem. Both were men of faith. And both had left their homes to journey to Canaan. So they've got a lot of light going on. But in this story, when Abram and Lot lifted up their eyes towards the land in front of them, they saw something very different, right? You guys understand that one? Yes. So think of two men with poor eyesight. You know anyone with poor eyesight? It's, it's not, it's not, <laughs> oh gosh, it's not fun. <laughs> so their vision, their vision is so bad that they cannot read. It's hard. And when they look at a page full of words, it's blurry. But one of these men gets a pair of glasses, why do we need glasses? To help us see better, to see things as they are, right? What they uh, could be to us. And so, but one of these men gets a pair of glasses, and when he puts on the glasses, he can suddenly see rightly, see what's really there, and that's not blurry. The blurry words become clear. So Lot was like the men without glasses, okay? He lifted up his eyes, but he just didn't see clearly or rightly. And he was looking for the land that was the prettiest and the land that would make him the most prosperous, okay? He was asking questions like, where will I make the most money? Or where will I be the most comfortable? Because, you know, I've been guilty of that. I talk to my wife all the time. Where are we going to build a house? We've got to make it the most comfortable house. It's got to be this and be this. But is that the right way to see it? Uh, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. So you see these things that he's asking. And so he didn't care that the Jordan Valley was full of wicked people, like you said right? He didn't care that it was the outside of the borders of Canaan. His sight was, well, all wrong. And Abram, on the other hand, okay, was like the man with glasses who was able to see, okay? Where, now, what were his glasses? What helped him see? Do you guys know? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, God. 
the, the promises of God. We trust in those promises that God says because he'll never forget us or forsake us, and he doesn't break his promises. Like me, if I made a promise to you, I'm probably going to break it. It's just me. I'm, it's my human nature. It's my sin nature. You know, I'm going to break it. All men are going to break their promises, um, but God doesn't. So what a joy we can trust in that, right? So the promises of God are something we can trust. So when he lifted up his eyes, he had, he had God's word ringing in his ears, okay? He was not looking for a comfortable or prosperous land. He wasn't looking for self-prosperity in that sense. He wanted God's land, okay? And as you'll see later in Genesis, uh, Lot's selfish choices of the Jordan Valley would lead him into great trouble, whereas Abram's believing choice of Canaan would lead him into great blessing. Because remember, the lineage of Jesus' family, like where Christ came from, family lineage came from descendants, came from that lineage, right? So now let me ask you three more questions, then we'll go into some prayer. So why did Lot choose the Jordan Valley? Yes. Yeah. Because he was looking with his what eyes? Yeah, his physical eyes. Rather than by Yes, rather, yeah, good, and rather than by faith, okay? So he picked the land that looked the nicest, like he said, ignoring God's promise. This would lead great trouble for Lot, and Lot did get in a lot of trouble, which we'll learn later on, but he did get in a lot of trouble. Now let's look at the other side. Why did Abram choose Canaan? Yes, that's so good. Yeah, because it was the land that God had promised him and called him to, and Abram was seeing it with his eyes of faith, okay? So the promises of God were the lenses through which he was viewing the land, okay? The promises of God was the lens which he was viewing it, okay? So God would bless Abram abundantly for his faith. Wonderful. So now, let's wrap it up. What does the story teach us about how we should walk in this world? So what did you guys get from this story? Everything, yes. Yeah, beautiful, yes. We are warned that even true believers can be led astray from, by worldly desires. And we must walk as Abram did, keeping our, keeping out eyes, sorry, keeping our eyes fixed on the promises of God and looking to the heavenly land he had promised those who are in Christ. Right? We trust in God. We trust his promises, what the word says about his promises. You know, we have scripture to trust in that. Okay? But wonderful. Good job, guys. You're rocking it. Um, let's go ahead and go to prayer, and let's pray. So, good little prayer. I want to pray that as the promise of God in Jesus Christ would be the lens through which every member of you and your family would view this world. Right? That's, that's all we can do. We've got to trust in him. This world's hard. It's a hard world we live in, but that's why we have him with us. Right? So let's go ahead and pray. God, we come before you today to praise you, to worship you, to honor you as you rightly deserve. We thank you for these promises that you've given us through the word. We thank you for this time as to have fellowship with one another, that knowing we can trust in you fully as you've never broken a promise. And we're so grateful for that. As, as man like us, we break our promises, but you never do. And we're so grateful we can have something like that to trust in. Uh, we love you and praise you, and it's in your name we pray, amen.